Season 3, Episode 13, the one where I share some of my favorite messages from Abraham. Hey, I'm Janelle Minow, and I'm obsessed with joy, fun, and helping you navigate this messy and magical thing called midlife. I'm a midlife plus woman who broke out of struggle, took a leap from my professional career, grew a successful business, found Mr. Right, and learned to love on purpose. I'm here to teach you the tried and true secrets to releasing what's keeping you stuck and struggling so you can build a joyful life you adore. Here we'll tackle the fun but sometimes hard things, money, business, career, relationships, health, purpose, love and loss are all topics we'll cover. So pull up a chair and welcome to the Joy, Self Mastery and Living a Limitless Life podcast. guys, welcome back. Everyone's having a fantastic day, fantastic week. I sure am. I'm a little off because Monday was a holiday, but getting track back on track this week is already whizzing right by, right? So today I want to do a little bit different kind of podcast, different kind of show. And I'm going to probably do a few of these, but I want to share with you messages from teachers who have had a great impact on my life and on what I teach and how I live in the world and things that are part of how I help others. So today, mentor that I want to share with you is Abraham Hicks. I don't know if some of you have heard of him or not, but for those of you who don't know who Abraham is, This kind of might be a little bit of a strange episode. So according to Esther Hicks, Abraham is a group of beings that are kind of interpreted or a voice, like a voice comes through Esther and she calls this voice, it's like a spiritual voice to her, she calls it Abraham. So she interprets or she communicates from Abraham through Esther. And Abraham has described themselves. So it's not just one being, it's a lot of beings, a group of consciousness from a non-physical dimension. And the voice comes through Esther. And it's really powerful and enlightening and purposeful and totally creates a different kind of understanding when we're willing to not be afraid or not misunderstand the non-orthodox source of information used in their teaching. So Abraham's wisdom often gets missed by many because they're so caught up in kind of the strange idea that she can channel, there's the word I'm looking for, channel, Abraham through her. But again, the lessons, the messages, the ideas that come through Esther from Abraham are really powerful and will have you creating success and happiness that you deserve. So I want you guys to listen in today, and I'm just going to talk about a little bit about some of these messages that they've shared that have been powerful for me or reinforced for me 
in a different way things that I have learned along my path. So one of them that I love is focus on who you really are. And I've done a podcast on this, Discovering Your True Self. You can go back and listen to that. But they talk about focus on who you really are. So basically who we really are at our core, who we really are in our truest self. So when we're in our truest self, we are in a place of joy, in a place of impact, prosperity, certainty. What else? Belief, safety, faith, curiosity, patience. I like to think of this as a plate, right? I think of this as the plate of my divine self, my truest self. Okay, when I am in this place, the place of abundance, of surrender, of being bold, okay, and you get to decide what that is for you, that's when I'm in my truest self. And when I'm there, I create the best outcomes, okay? And that's what she says. She says, focus on who you truly, really are. Like if you were seeing into your soul, allow the vortex to tune you into that frequency, So you have the influence to bring that into your vortex. And what I mean by vortex, she uses that word a lot, vortex, into your awareness, into your realm of your world. So you can allow this natural being that you are to be more in who you show up as, okay? She also talks about how when we're not there, when we're not in our highest place, that we like to blame other things. It's so-and-so's fault that I'm feeling this way. If so-and-so would do something different, then I wouldn't feel bad, right? If my kids behave differently, if my husband took the garbage out, if the neighbor's dog would quit barking, then I wouldn't have to feel angry, irritated, whatever it is. And she says that blame, as in blaming others, feels a lot better than guilt. So oftentimes when we take responsibility for something, like our own emotions, our own feelings, it produces this feeling of guilt instead of just owning it as a responsibility. I work with clients on this all the time. So We can take back responsibility for our lives when we stop blaming or giving credit to other people for how we feel. So she says it is not their fault. Okay. So the universe gives 100% credit to us. Okay. The universe or God or whatever you believe in isn't out there saying, oh, yeah, it's their fault too. The universe is saying, no, this is you, right? And this is where we don't want to get into the guilt of, oh, I'm a bad person. I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have done that. We just get to notice that and be gentle with ourselves, be compassionate with ourselves, decide what we're going to do next time, choose our thoughts and emotions on purpose, all the things that I share with you guys all the time. So she goes on to talk about how we have control and how because we have control, we don't have to blame others. We don't have to give the responsibility for how we are behaving, how we're thinking and feeling to anyone else. This is what a lot of authors that I talk about this idea, right? My whole experience through the Life Coach School, 
when I got my certification was a lot about owning your own emotions, your own thinking, and not putting it off on somebody else. And it's so very powerful because that is where true freedom comes from, right? Freedom never comes from making it someone else's problem or blaming a circumstance. It comes from taking back our own power. So she says, you can't change others to please you, right? That's true. If we could do that, it seems like life would be so much better. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've said, I wish I could just change that person. But guess what? We can't, okay? So because we can't change other people to please us, you have to find a way to be pleased apart from them. So no matter what the circumstance is, you're in control of your own happiness, your own joy, your own pleasure. It's not dependent on somebody else. That's such a powerful message and it really will change your life if you embody that idea. By using deliberate focus, you can get there and fast. So when she says that, she's talking about when you focus deliberately on how you want to feel, what you want to think, you can change the vibration that's around you, the vibration that's in you. And you can do it quickly when you practice it enough. Again, she goes back talking about focusing on who you are and you will start tuning to that frequency naturally. So the more that you know who you are, so the more that I know that I'm my true self when I'm feeling happy, prosperous, confident, at ease, when I know that's my natural state, then when I'm out of sync with that, I can come back to it more easily. When you are a vibrational match to what you want, it will happen. She says, don't focus on not having it. Put your focus on the feeling of clarity, love, eagerness, all of those feelings that are part of your true nature, your true self. Don't put your focus on what is not there yet and scarcity and fear. Those aren't part of who you are who your soul self is, okay? That's part of the ego self. She's saying, come back to this place. Be an emotional manifester. So you manifest these emotions on purpose by choosing them. Make the way you feel matter the most. So when all this stuff is going on, when you're seeing a lot of what you do want and not as, or a lot of what you don't want, and not as much of what you do want, come back to a place of being in the emotion that you do want to be in, that you want to feel most, okay? This is where we can just step right in the, the emotion. I have clients do this all the time. We create emotions, goal-achieving emotions, I call them. So how do you want to feel when you've achieved the goal? How do you think you're going to feel when you achieve the goal? And you can start feeling those emotions now on purpose by how you choose to think. And she's saying when you come back to that, you are staying connected with that vibration of the thing you want, okay? And another way to do that is to just feel good about what you want, right? Don't think of the how. When we get into the how, then we lose that connection to the good feeling thoughts. 
the good feeling feelings, right? We get concerned about how it's going to happen. But what he's saying is you don't have to do that. Just stay in the goodness of it. So remember when you were a child and you used to pretend like you had this imagination and you would pretend things? We use our imagination all the time as adults, but we don't use it intentionally to create. We imagine all the negative or bad things that are going to happen. We worry, which worry is a form of imagining the negative that's going to happen. But we can drop that. We can come back to imagining the outcomes we want, okay? Not forcefully, but just like in kind of a calm, imaginative, dreamy way. Like if you are going to buy tickets to go to Hawaii, you might be imagining what that vacation is going to be like. Going to be at the beach. The warm sun's going to be on my body. I can listen to the waves. We're going to get to see the sights. Like you're not there, but you can imagine it. And that's the same thing you're doing with your goal here. You're just letting yourself imagine it. Let yourself dream about it, just like you would the trip to Hawaii. She says, drop the perceived reality of what isn't here and focus on feeling, okay? Focus on the feeling of the wish fulfilled. He goes on to say, everything you desire manifests. It is the law, okay? So if you are vibrationally resistant to what you want, then you're bringing that vibration in, right? then you're not staying connected to the vibration of what you do want. It says, let go of the manifestation. Okay, so let go of worrying about it happening and the getting of it. And again, come back to focusing on how you feel without letting other people or circumstances pull you out of that. Okay, just kind of surrender. It's not a force, it's a surrender. I see this and I'm just going to surrender those negative worrisome thoughts and I'm going to come back to certainty. I'm going to come back to the image of what I see in my mind, my imagination. When you think of something you want, let it be in your vibration and let it be called to you. So you're letting that be called to you. And sometimes we have the contrast, right? We see what we do want. And at the other end of the stick, she calls it, we see what we don't want. And instead of staying at the end of the stick we're, with what we do want, we keep going up and down the stick. And every time, the amount of time we spend at the other end manifests what we're experiencing on that end of the stick. So if we're experiencing scarcity and not enoughness and all of those kind of things, then that's what we're going to be manifesting is more of that. But when we can stay in this other end of the stick where we're focused on what we do want, we're in the vibration of that, that's how we stay there. But this constantly going in and out and in and out is what she says, or Abraham says, keeps us from having it sooner, right? I know for me, a lot of times those things are doubt, confusion, like, when I say to myself, I don't know, I don't know how, I don't know this, I don't know that, that's a form of confusion. When I keep bringing that in, when that becomes my focus, then that's what I create more of. I'm not creating the outcomes I want. 
He talks about when you're in a vibration you don't want to be in, or you are uncertain about what you really do want, then you can ask yourself, is this interesting because it's active in my vibration? Or am I being called to it because it matches who I am and what I really want? So can you see the difference there? Who you are in the moment based on habitual ways of thinking or feeling can call one thing into your vibration. But when you're wondering, is this the right thing for me? Then you can ask yourself, hey, does this match who I am, my true self, and what I really want? When you focus on what you don't want, you are asking for that. You're putting that in your vibration, putting that out there. You can let the emotion you are in the habit of choosing take over. Like you just default to that emotion. Most of us almost always choose a negative emotion because that's what we're programmed to do. That's the programming that we've put ourselves in. So you can choose that or you can come back to the positive emotions, the true self emotions, and you get to choose those anytime. She says, you can't get it wrong and you never get it done. Hey, so you don't need to be afraid to get out there and play in all of these different emotions. I love playing in the different emotions. We don't need to be afraid to feel them. In fact, the more that we feel the emotions, the more we have a relationship to them. We don't have to be afraid of them. Most things we're afraid of, we don't really understand enough about. And emotions are right there. So don't be afraid to play in all of the different emotions. And when you do, it will increase your emotional understanding so that you can get more of what you are really wanting. There are a lot of emotional possibilities out there, which are just manifestation possibilities and you get to choose them. So if I'm feeling frustration all the time, then that's what I'm going to manifest is more frustration. I'm going to find evidence for that frustration. Here's frustration in this area of my life. And oh yeah, here's this is frustrating too. And yeah, the construction going on the corner is super frustrating. So I just keep manifesting more of that possibility of frustration. But when I choose something like understanding and I practice with that, where can I find understanding in this? Then I'm going to manifest more understanding. I'm going to manifest more things on that positive end of that spectrum. And again, you get to choose. She talks about that a lot. It's always our choice. She says, there is contrast wherever you stand. So we can always find the opposite. If we're standing in the idea that I can, the contrast of I can't is always out there. So we can stay in I can or we can go over to I can't. Hey, there's always the contrast in everything. She says you don't have to be in agony and in awful things in your vibration. If you let yourself go there, sometimes it's hard to stop but you get to put in new emotions and play with those and you just get better and better at it. So this involves you being aware, right? You get to 
be aware of how you're feeling and what you're thinking. This is where you get to pause, say, and ask yourself that. How am I feeling right now? What am I thinking that's creating that emotion for myself? Okay, because it's not the guy doing the construction on the corner. It's my thoughts about the construction going on on the corner that's creating my frustration or irritation or whatever it is. But I get to choose what I think about that. I could just as easily choose the thought, this is really great they're getting the road fixed. It's needed it for a long time. I'm so glad these people have showed up to do this work. Okay, totally changes my vibration, totally gives me a new emotion. I feel appreciative of these people. I want to walk out there and give them a bottle of water and, I don't know, a brownie or something because I'm so appreciative of them. So the more, again, the more you practice this, the better you get. She says, there's always going to be more that you want. Always. When you get to the next place, there's going to be more there. That's part of being human. She says, set a standard for yourself and don't let anyone tell you anything different. Don't let anybody change your standard for what you want. Don't let anybody tell you that what you want is wrong, that you shouldn't have it. All right. That's what I've got for you guys today. I hope that you got something out of those messages. I sure did. I think a lot of it comes back to that piece of personal responsibility, right? It's always easier to blame than it is to feel guilt for not taking the responsibility. But if we feel, if we allow ourselves to feel responsible, to feel personally responsible for our own lives and what happens in it, then we take back the control. Then we get our freedom back. So you guys can go check out Abraham. There's tons and tons and tons of videos on YouTube. You can read some of the books. Take this stuff in, even if it's just one idea that I gave you, because it can really be life-altering, okay? Don't underestimate the power of these kind of teachings, even if their source might be a little bit weird to you. And I know for some of you, it's probably not weird at all. You might think like me, it's amazing. That's awesome. I can't wait to get more. And I think that everybody, when you are willing to look at something differently, there's always an opportunity for learning. All right. Thanks for listening to the podcast. It would be incredible incredibly awesome if you could take a moment and write a quick review on iTunes. I would appreciate that so, so much. And share with your friends if you're getting a lot out of this. All right. Have a great day. I'm over here celebrating you because you just finished another episode of the Joy, Self-Mastery, and Living a Limitless Life podcast. Thanks for listening. If you got value from this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, share, rate, and review. And we can help even more people just like you. Now, go out and live your limitless life.